Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Welcome in and thanks to, for joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates, Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner. Myself, my name is Chris Spawn. We really are glad that you're here with us today. Here's how you reach out. 419-794-3030. It's 419-794-3030 online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. On today's show, we're going to take a deep dive into Medicare. The annual uh, enrollment period is in full swing. So what do you need to know about it and or possibly do? If you're continuing to work past 65, should you sign up for Medicare or stay on your employer's plan? And how important is it to know exactly what your Medicare plan really covers? All that and more. Before we dive in, though, let me check in. Nolan, Scott, glad to be with you guys as always. How are you? I'm great. Good afternoon. Good to be here. Just been the last uh, several days kind of working on our upcoming event that we're doing to help support uh, Hooves. So Hooves uses veteran horses to rescue veterans suffering from PTSD. We've got a big event coming up uh, next month, uh, November 13th. It is to help uh, raise some funds. We've got a chili cook-off and a craft beer tasting night over at Valleywood. And uh, we're really excited. We've got a great group of people coming out to that event. But if you haven't signed up yet, I encourage you stop on over to Hooves. That's H-O-O-V-E-S dot U-S. Uh, click on the events tab and you can register to come out to that event. Uh, I think anything we can do to help, you know, save some lives of local veterans, that's what we're all about. And uh, it's a good organization that I'm uh, happy and proud to be a uh, part of. Yeah, Nolan, I'll add to that. So um, uh, this past week, my son is working at a um, uh, chiropractic, uh, anti-wing chiropractic in uh, White House, Ohio. And um, he says, Dad, tomorrow I get to go to this place where they have horses. And right away, because, you know, you took the team there for a little team building here a year ago, I said, uh, where's it at? He said, I don't know where it's at. It's someplace in Swine. You know how 19-year-old kids are. They don't know anything. You ask them <laughs> questions. They don't know. I said, is it a place called Hooves? He says, yeah. I said, Troy, that is an awesome facility. He says, but, Dad, I'm afraid of horses. I oh. says, no worries. Amanda out there, she'll take care of you. It's a great facility. So they're doing a little team building there. Uh, they did an event uh, this past week, and um, he he loved it. It was it was a great time for him. Yeah, we had yeah. a chance to uh, speak with Amanda from Hose a couple weeks ago. You can check out that show as well as previous editions of the show uh, via podcast if you just look up America's Retirement Headquarters on Spotify, iTunes, or YouTube. If you want more information about that event, by the way, just go to hooves.us. Uh, but let's dive in. Like I said, the show is about Medicare, and like so many things about retirement, Medicare can be pretty confusing. All the commercials on these days talking about the annual enrollment period, and it kind of muddies the water even more. So, Scott, I'm going to ask you here, if someone is currently on Medicare, how does this period affect them? And what, if anything, should they be doing? Uh, also, really quick, uh, it's a two-parter. Uh, I keep hearing about the term open enrollment period. Is that the mm -hmm. same thing or is there a difference? Well, the, the, the easy part of that question I'll answer first. Uh, it is not the same thing. A lot of people refer to it as open enrollment. But it is definitely there's differences. Uh, the annual enrollment period starts from uh, October 15th. So it was uh, just uh, a week or so ago. And it runs until December 7th. Now, the important thing about the annual enrollment period, this is when anybody that has a Medicare 
Advantage plan or a prescription, a standalone prescription, and they're called PDP plans. This is when you can make a change to those plans. So, for example, if you've got a doctor that maybe has left the network or a hospital that's left the network or the plans change uh, for 2022 and they may have maybe higher co-pays or higher out-of-pockets and you want to make a change, this is the time when you make that change. Now, something to be really uh, aware of, a lot of people have the Medicare supplemental plans. They're different than the Advantage plans. This annual enrollment period really does not pertain to the Medicare supplemental policies. Typically, what happens with the Medicare supplement, that effective date is the first day of the month you turn 65. So your annual renewal date would be whatever that, you know, if it's, uh, say, March 1st, then your renewal date for your supplement is every March. But your prescription plan would be January to January to January. And that stands true for an Advantage plan. The Advantage plans, you can make a change in that annual enrollment period. Now, what the open enrollment period is going to do for you, now that runs from January 1st through March 31st. You get kind of a do-over, so to speak. If you make a change and then decide that maybe that wasn't the best change for you, you might not feel comfortable with whatever change you made and you want to go back to the other plan you were on, you can do that one time starting January 1st, and that runs until March 31st. So it gives you some options to, to play with if, uh, if you're just not comfortable with that change. You know, like I mentioned, uh, I had a commercial running out there for a little bit. One of the things that typically happens, there's a company here among me, Paramount. Paramount Elite is no longer taking in uh, network hospital for McLaren St. Luke's. So if you're in the area where, and your hospital of choice is McLaren St. Louis Hospital and you have Paramount Elite, effective January 1st, you're no longer going to be covered as in-network uh, services. And that also stands true with the uh, some 148 physicians with the Well Care Physicians Group. Uh, so one of the things I do is I help with that. And, and uh, you know, if someone's got uh, a need to make a change for that, that's kind of what I do through this uh, annual enrollment period. You know, when I think about it, if I think about the top biggest concerns, I'd say for folks that are close to or in retirement time, you know, number one is outliving their income. Mm -hmm. And, you know, healthcare is kind of being the top two or three. It's, it's obviously a major concern for folks. And uh, I think of a, a recent example of a, you know, friend of ours that is unfortunately in the hospital with COVID. They've been on a ventilator. You know, I just can't even imagine what the bills and expenses are that have accumulated just over the last couple of days. And, you know, unfortunately, they have kind of a long battle to go. Right. I think a big area for concern for folks is not really understanding kind of what their coverage is, understanding kind of what the plans are, what is covered, what isn't covered. You know, oftentimes if we think about it, it's, you know, multiple pages long. There's, of course, like declaration sheets that give you some ins and outs. But when we look at it on TV, I mean, I, I sit at home at night and I watch TV and you see commercials stating that the Advantage plan, you get all of these kinds of things with a zero premium. Mm -hmm. Is is that really true? Well, actually, um, 
Yes, <laughs> it is true. Uh, you know, you do get the dental, the vision, the hearing, the prescription meals. In some cases with some companies and some plans, you can get your a portion of your Medicare Part B premium back. That is all true. Uh, zero premium meals, transportation, uh, silver sneakers or gym memberships. That is true. But what is typically not being said during this uh, these commercials is what are you going to be paying for? I mean, nothing is free. Uh, I mean, let's face it, you know, it's too good to be true if everything is zero, zero, zero. Mm -hmm. How in the world can these insurance companies handle that? Well, they can't. What are you paying for? And one of the things about a Medicare Advantage plan, it's a pay as you go or a pay as you need. So for example, yes, you get all of those included at zero premium. If you're healthy, you don't have any medical expenses, you're not gonna pay anything for that year. But Nolan, you mentioned you, you've got a, a, someone that you know that's in the hospital and, and struggling with that. And you know, on previous shows, I mentioned my family. I love to use real life examples. You know, my, my mother was in and out of the hospital uh, several times. There was a period of about eight to 10 weeks where she wasn't even home. Uh, and it was a welcoming sight to get her home. But you have office co-pays, you have out-of-pocket expenses that you're not being told about on these commercials. That's why it's important to have an advisor. That's why it's important to have someone like me to go through all of those coverages. For example, an Advantage plan, it's gonna give you office co-pays. Your physician fees are typically zero. Uh, to go to a routine physical checkup at a doctor, you're not gonna pay anything, but you're gonna have an emergency room of a $90 copay. Urgent care, a $30 copay. Inpatient hospital, days one through five, one through seven, depending on the company, depending on the plan, you could have anywhere from 275 to $395 a day. And you have a maximum out-of-pocket expense. You know, so you may have anywhere from a $3,400 to $7,500 maximum out-of-pocket. That is different than a deductible. You know, deductible, like a, a lot of people look at that and say, well, a deductible, you know, when you have health insurance under 65 years old, you have a $3,000 deductible. You have to reach that deductible before the insurance company pays. Mm -hmm. That's not how it works with an Advantage plan. If you're in the hospital for five days, you could have an expense of uh, somewhere between $1,800 to $2,000. If that's the only thing that happens to you in that particular year, that's all you pay. You know, so a lot of things that you don't hear, that you don't see, are what are your out-of-pockets. And it's important to understand what you have. Uh, I met with a client uh, this past week, and I wrote them an actual Advantage plan. And one of the big factors, it was about the same out-of-pocket exposure that they would have on a supplement. Their premium was about 3600 and I wrote them a plan with a 3600 maximum out-of-pocket. But what really turned the tables for this particular client was an Advantage plan is going to give you uh, over-the-counter drug cost. So think about it. If you have a Zyrtec or if you have, um, you know, contact lenses and you need solution to clean your contact lenses, or if you have uh, bandages or any supplies or anything you need, 
Those are out of your pocket expenses. Those are things that you pay for. Well, with most Advantage plans, you get coverage for those over-the-counter expenses. Some of them can be up to three or $400 a year. So when you look at that, it really uh, you know, plays a big factor. A lot of people don't realize that if you're on an Advantage plan, you have uh, the availability to have transportation to and from your, your primary care doctors. A lot of people don't even know that. Uh, so it's very important to know what you have so you can kind of figure out the right decision whether you want to go with an Advantage plan. Medicare supplements, much, much easier to use because there is a simple deductible for uh, Part B. The deductible, from what I understand, moving forward is going to go up a little bit. Uh, those numbers aren't released yet until uh, after November 1st. Typically, with a Medicare supplement plan, you're going to have 100% coverage for hospitalization, and you're going to have a very low deductible on an annual basis. But it does not come with all of the bells and whistles that you see on, on the commercials. You'll have to purchase a standalone drug plan. It doesn't have um, prescriptions. It doesn't have dental, vision, or hearing aid coverage on a supplemental plan. So, But it has the flexibility of travel. So there are you know, give and takes on both sides. There's not one that's better than the other for anybody's individual needs. It's just a matter of sitting down and making sure that it's uh, going to work best for you and, and cover what you need. Well, it's really like, you know, taking into consideration your individual situation, right? Like we talk about Absolutely. with finances and looking at, you know, what your health is now, maybe what some of the health challenges that you have in the future. And, and again, there can be some differences on, you know, when and or your ability to make changes within your plan. And then I think another big part of it, it comes into some different timeframes that people move through in, in life. You know, for me, there's a lot of different numbers that jump out for somebody close to or in retirement time. You know, as an example, at 59 and a half is the first time, you know, somebody could access money from a traditional retirement account mm -hmm. without paying an early withdrawal penalty. Uh, they might have the ability to do like age-based in-service 401k withdrawals. You've got 62 is the first age people are eligible to be able to draw Social Security. Uh, you've got, you know, 65, which what we think about like today when we're talking about Medicare or, you know, 66 for a lot of people is full retirement age for Social Security. Uh, then you have like 72 where required minimum distribution. So, you know, when you're backing up these deadlines and you're looking at individual situations, I think another big thing that I hear oftentimes from folks is, you know, I want to work past age 65 and I'm going to continue working. Maybe they love what they want to do. Maybe they want to save up a little bit more money. But, you know, when we think about 65 as the Medicare age, uh, do people need to sign up at age 65 if they continue to work? Well, you know, Nolan, that's a great question because, uh, you know, back in the day, when I say back in the day, I mean back, you know, 10 years or so ago, the norm was you turn 65, you retire. You sign up for Medicare, you start your retirement, and you you know you, you you start living your retirement life. That has changed drastically, I would say, probably within the last four to eight years, maybe five, six years. Because what's happening now is people are working past 65. You know, one of the things um, this past week, we had a Social Security and a Medicare event and had a, 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 a great turnout for two days of that. But one of the things is Chaz Price was going through the Social Security. Uh, a couple of questions in the audience were, okay, so I see this full retirement age, but I don't want to retire. 
And I think a big misconception with that is that doesn't mean you have to retire. That's when you get the most bang for your buck is wait until age 70. So people are working past 65 now more than they ever have. So here's what I do with that. I'll sit down with someone that is is uh, contemplating staying on their employer plan. And it's all a numbers game at that point. It's very simply a numbers game. What I do is I ask these simple questions. One, how much are you paying for your employer plan? And then I'll ask, well, how much is your out-of-pocket expenses? Because most employer plans may have a a large deductible, a three to $5,000 deductible. So that's your out-of-pocket expense. So if I've got someone that's paying... Uh, their portion of the employer plan is $300 or more, and they have some significant out-of-pocket expenses, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, okay, so Medicare, which, by the way, Medicare Part B is going up in, in 2022. Uh, the, the standard, it was $148.50 in 21. In 22, it's going up to $158.50, a $10 increase. So I'll take that number, and then I'll look at, a supplemental plan, which generally is going to run somewhere between, depending on the situation, maybe $125. And then I'm going to look at how much is it going to cost for a drug plan. Typically, a drug plan is going to cost you somewhere between 15 and 20 bucks. Well, all said and done, Medicare is going to, the average is running right about $300 a month for a person to sign up for Medicare. Now that changes a little bit if you go with a Advantage plan because then you're only paying for your Medicare Part B premium. So then I look and say, okay, if you keep your employer plan at $300 is a wash, your monthly your cost. Now we look at what is your out-of-pocket expense. So if your out-of-pocket expense is a high deductible for your employer plan and a 200 and some odd dollar deductible for Medicare, then it makes sense to go on Medicare. You know, I had a couple of clients in this past week and um, uh, she's a nurse and she's looking to retire. And I told her, you're far better off staying on your employer plan. Now, something else that comes into play with that is if you are married and your spouse is not ready to turn 65, I mean, nobody's ready to turn 65, but, but if their birth date prohibits them from being eligible for Medicare, um, then you have another issue to think about. And that is, they're not eligible for Medicare, so they'll have to go on the open market or Obamacare, uh, the marketplace, the uh, Unaffordable Care Act, and sign up for that. So that comes into play with deciding on whether or not it's a good idea to take Medicare through your employer. The important things to remember, and this is crucial, if your employer-sponsored plan meets the minimum requirements put forth by the CMS, the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services, then you do not have to sign up for Medicare. Now, if for some reason it does not meet those standards, or let's say you do not have a drug card with your employer plan, then it is crucial that you sign up when you are eligible for Medicare because you could face penalties. And another thing to keep in mind, COBRA is not credible coverage for Medicare. 
So if you decide to take Cobra, put off signing you up for Medicare, you could face penalties. And we want to make sure that you don't face penalties. We want to keep those penalties out, you know, keep you away from the penalties. Um, the penalty for not signing up for Medicare when when you're eligible is 10% per year on top of the Medicare Part B premium. So if you miss it by two years, it's 20%, three years, 30, and so on. It's not capped. So it could go up to 100%. That's for life as well as the prescription uh, penalty is 1% of the national average uh, there's a formula for that, and that is also a lifetime penalty. So we want to make sure that we keep you away from the penalties. Um, that's that's very important. Let me clarify something here uh, really quick, Scott. So mm-hmm. a great example, my mother and father, they're both Medicare eligible right now. They're both still working, and so they're on an uh, employer-sponsored plan. If they wait to claim, are they going to be subject to the penalty when the time comes where they are no longer working and they do elect to take Medicare? No, if they have credible coverage and they wait to sign up, say it's 70 years old, mm-hmm. then that's what's called a special enrollment. There are no penalties at that time. Okay, because I was getting ready to text them and be like, hey, you got to get on Medicare right away. But <laughs> <laughs> that's a very important distinction. No. And, and yeah. we're throwing a lot of numbers and a lot of, a lot of factors and, and generalities here. But really quick, let me, let me throw out the most important number, and that is how you get in touch with America's Medicare Associates and America's Retirement Headquarters. It's 419-794-3030 if you have questions about Medicare, uh, you know, whether it's reviewing your plan, whether it is what your plan does and doesn't cover, or whether it's a good idea to stay on your employer plan, uh, that's how you reach out, 419-794-3030. Or you can go online to americasretirementheadquarters.com or americasmedicareassociates.com. Let's let's put our eyes to the future here, guys. We are in the annual enrollment period where people can make changes to their plan for the coming year. So let's talk about 2022. What exactly is changing? Well, one of the things that have changed for sure that we know that has already been released is Medicare Part B, the basic, and I've already mentioned this, is going up by ten dollars, one hundred fifty-eight fifty for the standard Medicare Part B cost. Your prescriptions, the prescription coverage, uh, the standard is a four hundred forty-five dollar deductible. That is going up to four hundred and eighty dollar deductible for twenty twenty-two. Now, the good news is uh, I've already been working the, um, since the 15th. I've, my, my calendar is slammed right now, and I love it. I, it's, it. This is what makes me tick. I know people think I'm nuts, but it makes me tick. Uh, the good thing is what I'm finding is a lot of these prescription plans are having a reduction in premium. Uh, so that's a good thing. There, there are a, a couple of the companies out there that are actually lowering their premiums a little bit. Uh, so those are the things for prescriptions. Also, the um, the donut hole or the gap, the uh, amount of coverage for the retail cost of drugs has gone up three hundred dollars from four thousand one hundred and thirty to forty four thirty. What that simply means is that's how much you would have to pay until you get to the gap. Uh, then when you exit the gap, it went up $500. It was, uh, that threshold was 6,550. It is now 7,050. Uh, so those are some of the changes in, in the, uh, prescription plans coming forward. Uh, and that's standard across the board, by the way, as far as the coverage changes for original Medicare, those have not been released. I checked daily. 
Um, rumor has it that those are going to actually be released uh, after the uh, 1st of November. Um, so I really don't have a lot of information on that. I don't think anybody out there does really at this point. Uh, but as soon as that information becomes available, I will be throwing that on uh, on my website, uh, americasmedicareassociates.com, uh, where you'll be able to find uh, all of the updates and any information that has changed. Um, but that's, you know, that's what's coming down the pipe right now for uh, for some of the changes that we know of in 2022. So with that in mind, would it benefit people to wait until November 1st to schedule a time to speak with you? Or, or could they go ahead and start making those plans and reviewing now? Well, you know, with original Medicare, uh, it really doesn't matter what those changes are going to be because your supplements and your Advantage plans uh, are going to cover whatever out-of-pocket expenses you're going to mm-hmm. have. The only people that re- would really be affected by that is if you si- um, signed up for Medicare and didn't purchase any other type of supplemental policy of any type, whether it's Advantage or a supplement, then you're going to be hit with those out-of-pocket expenses where Medicare doesn't cover. So, you know, I would encourage every, anybody at, at this time, I would sign up for an appointment. Uh, the sooner the better to mm-hmm. get this off your plate so something you don't have to worry about, especially heading into uh, that dreaded holiday season, <laughs> right? But I would go ahead and sign up the sooner the better for um, changes. Yeah, so many things get lost in the wash. You think to yourself, oh, I'll, I'll do that next week, I'll do that next week, and the next thing you know, it is the end of December, and it's going to be really hard to get into the calendar at that point. So go ahead right now. Schedule the time, speak with Scott, review your plans for 2022, and avoid any unpleasantness you're going to have either at the doctor or the pharmacy come January 1st, 419-794-3030. Once again, that number is 419-794-3030. You can always find them online, americasretirementheadquarters.com or americasmedicareassociates.com. And as we always do every week, we want to thank you for joining us this week. Uh, hope you have an excellent week ahead of you. Hope you stay safe out there. And as we wrap up, gentlemen, I want to leave you with the final words. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening. I know I kind of um, uh, inundated the show with <laughs> Medicare, um, but it's important. It's mm-hmm. important for people to understand it, especially at this time of year. And um, uh, I really appreciate and thank all the listeners out there. And uh, Nolan, anything to wrap up? Any quote for us today or anything? Yeah, we look forward to seeing everybody next week. So enjoy the rest of the beautiful fall weather. And I know it's cooling off, but we look forward to seeing you soon. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussion not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.